podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov slash EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov slash EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. This is brought to you by Paddy Power. Gamble responsibly, gamble with Paddy Power, odds on Liverpool, all that stuff. Let's get on with what we're going to talk about tonight. And with me, I have the most optimistic Liverpool fans of all Liverpool fans, and it is Andy Young. Andy, are you happy, happy, happy? Uh, I told you to leave me alone to listen to Clap. Okay, are you still listening to Clap? <laughs> Yeah, he's right. still on. Right, well, piss off and listen to him. Give me a shout when you're ready, okay? <laughs> but Liverpool have beaten um, Liverpool have beaten Everton by five goals to two in the Merseyside derby tonight. Divock Origi just turns up and starts scoring goals. Shakiri grows loads of hair and scores even more goals. And listen, um, if you're ever in doubt about this Liverpool side, if you ever get that feeling that could this could this go wrong, could it not? It's it's not going wrong, okay? And anybody that feels it is, go away. Stop supporting football. It's just it's absolutely not for you. Andy has decided as the pod started that he's going to listen to Jurgen Klopp talking about Liverpool so he's going to come back with live updates on that but how are we all feeling um, a massive game a massive win flew out of the blocks looked like we were going to absolutely bash them then they get back into it then we go ahead, further ahead then they get back into it and then we just hold them out for the whole of the second half and Gini Wijnaldum comes up and bangs one in um, Barry Carr says the Italian Christmas donkey um, I might put it on the download how does that sound um, or I could get the tune and st- throw it in there yeah we might use that for the uh, month of December um, Chris Pross Chris Pross wants people to lick his balls and get in there um, we're not going to but um, we're happy that we are and get in there we're going to side Jaden Sancho says Morbid Angel um, we'll have to wait and see on that Barry Carr just says da 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 dum Divock Origi um, North Red says doubt with the team selection shame on me Andrew Young my hero uh, my mate says Razor um, Ray I'm not too happy with that I thought I was your hero and I thought I was your mate but I'll let it go because it's Andy he's back Andy Andy <laughs> give, me a, give, me, give me a live update on how Jürgen Klopp currently feels about Liverpool and the situation they're in very composed. Right. Uh, best best manager in the world right now. Best manager um, ever. Okay. Um, yeah. The cup table says, what a brilliant win. The, uh, he says, Trent's passing was dirty tonight. Um, Barry Carr says, no Fabinho, no Alisson, no Matip, no Bobby, no Mo, um, no Hendo. Liverpool reserves are better than Everton. Bill Shankly. Um, yeah. It's actually Bill Paisley and Bob <laughs> Bob Bob Shankly, if you, if you actually know your history. Isn't that right, Andy? What about what about Bill Kenroy? Bill, he has to go, Bill. <laughs> Bill, he has to go, Bill. 
he has to go. He has to go. Uh, Shaw says he loves it. Uh, Cop Table asks, how many more wins, Gav? The number is actually 16. Up 16 is the number you're looking for. Jono says, Divock uh, only got time for the big games. Yeah, he does. He doesn't mess around. Razor comes back with a big gavler, so I'm letting him away with that. Uh, Merry Christmas as Everton says, uh, says DVD. Kyo. Uh, Dave's LFC chat says 5 2. Well, Razor just has loads of um, emojis up there, like goat emojis. If that can be for whoever you want. Best attacking performance in the fourth half I've seen in a long time, says Chris Pross. And Chemical Care finally says, How bad was Ali McCoy's in commentary? Sounded like he hadn't watched Liverpool in over a decade. <laughs> um, I didn't watch um, the, the, the coverage for that, Andy, uh, or not uh, Ali McCoy, I didn't watch it with that on it. But Andy, just going back to the start, when the line How did you get Ali McCoy on the telly? How does that even happen? I don't know, but apparently really good <laughs> I didn't know the matches are on BBC Scotland no it's the BBC Highlands it's on um, <laughs> um, Highland I think he's just commentating on Highland FM and he just stream it straight to Amazon I'm um, watching uh, I'm watching Mickey Owen and uh, Philly Neville uh, having a lemon party live on TV about Liverpool okay uh, yeah. Neville is, is involved Philly Neville oh yeah but you remember he said this could be Everton's year I thought that was amazing um oh. He's been egged on that. He's all about Liverpool right now. Okay, so listen, let me get back to the start. The, the line-up, when the line-up came out, several people's heads fell off. We're in our WhatsApp group, Andy. How did you feel? Yeah, I was doing my usual funny uh, five minutes before. <laughs> Lalana. <laughs> Lalana, what the fuck, and then it actually happened. Yeah. Uh, so loads of people blamed me on, on Lalana being selected. I don't know how that works. but Because um, it's your fault. Yeah. Because you said it happened, and it turns out it's your fault. That's how it works, Andy. Yeah, but uh, when these things happen, I just get excited. Yeah, you you love like, it. All. Yeah, you know, he makes it five changes there. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate doesn't even make it, so like that's Jay Spearing ahead of Kate in the Liverpool fucking yeah, pecking uh, order, pecking yeah. Order. yeah. But um, he makes five changes. Lalana comes in. Yeah, they don't. Of course, in your head, you're worried. But uh, you can't help but get excited. Klopp knows what he's doing. Like he's identified that their shit. Um, they're gonna be like fucking um. Like young fellas, like with our first wank coming downfield and trying to have a go with us, and we just picked them off with our with um five players that don't normally start. Fucking unbelievable! So I wasn't concerned. I was looking forward to it. I was so excited. I never felt we were going to draw or lose, and all the negativity was popping around today. Um, now I'm feeling fucking really good about this now. Have yeah. to say, and uh, is this a massive marker for you? Like, is this one where you look yeah. and you know, even though how bad they are, if this is a derby and if we can make this happen, it's up to you. Yeah, no, so, there's something about the, there's something about this week that's laid down a marker for me. Um, they, you know, they were out there saying that we won ugly at the weekend. I don't think so. I think we were unlucky to end up. We're in, in the control until we got, we got messy. Yeah, I went the way it did, but you know, prior to that, um. I don't think we've been winning ugly. I think probably go back to Palace. Yeah, Palace was was probably an ugly performance. Sheffield United away was probably an ugly performance. But other than that, we've just went about our business very professionally. We've got late goals, okay, but it's all because of the pressure we've been piling on teams. It's kind of on-demand football. We can score when we want to score. Um, I know that sounds a little bit arrogant, but yeah, I just allowed. think it's the level of the football team at the moment. I think they're peaking. I think they're... They're, they're at that stage where they can smell danger or they can sit in when they need to sit in and uh, score goals when they need to score goals. And I think they went about went about their business uh, unbelievably tonight. Um, probably their goal, their first goal was a bit, bit of luck involved. And their second goal, I think, after going kind of far one up, we got a bit um, cocky. 
sent too many bodies forward and the back line didn't follow the play up the pitch, which is what we kind of normally do, is stay a lot more compact. But then they just, we lost the ball and they got in behind and scored. But apart from that, I mean, that team were, were, were incredible tonight. Yeah, you know what, when the, when the line-up came out, I thought it was, it wasn't what I expected. I don't think it was anyone expected. And, you know, I, I, I could kind of see the reason behind it. You know, take that little bit of risk with the likes of Shaheri and Lalana there, and you do have the backup on the bench. And if it works, you don't have to use the bench as much as you, you, you know, obviously as much as you would have to if it wasn't going well. But I think it's a, I think it was a massive move by Klopp, and it's, it's a, it's a slight risk that's come off. Huge from, absolutely huge from. Um, Razor says he's just switched on Babe Station and they're showing highlights of the game. Um, Maverick says, <laughs> Maverick says great finish for all three goals. Manny, Origi, Shaq, take a bow. They were brilliant. Um, let me see. Uh, Dylan O'Rourke says, I'm only here for random questions of the night. So here it is. Legs for fingers or fingers for legs, Andy? Say that again. Legs for fingers or fingers for legs? Oh, because the question is normally hands for feet, or feet for hands, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is legs for fingers, or fingers for legs. I let you think. Can, about I, it, can I think about that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a little think about it. Yeah. Have a little yeah. think about it. Um, Shaw says Origi has to play in the centre. Enough with this le- left wing bullshit. Do you know what, Andy? The, the, like you've gone through the goals there a little bit, but we played to his strengths all night long. And Shikiri? what? I, no, no, Origi. What, what I mean by that is, he's down the middle, right? And we weren't trying to pop balls into him from the hold up we weren't trying to get him overly involved in the play but we just put slide drill passes in behind we put long balls in behind them and they didn't know what to fucking do and this is a team that came out with more or less three centre halves and we're looking to sit deep and not let space in behind them and we picked them off twice I thought Origi was exceptional tonight and the team overall played was played to his strengths brilliantly yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Klopp did a number on Silva tonight. Silva's fighting for his job. Um, he's gone, he's come to Anfield and, uh, and tried to do something that, you know, keeps him his job. He's tried to come there and attack and win the game. Klopp ready. Played as, as a shape that suited Liverpool to kind of pop balls over the top, which obviously plays into Rigi's strengths. And, um, yeah, he capitalised and I don't mean, I mean, what can you say about Origi? Like nobody recognises him for the quality striker that he is. Like, but I mean, those two finishes, the composure he showed for the first one to just take it around the goalkeeper. I think Pickford was probably a little bit too ambitious coming out. I think so he quick. was waiting for the touch to be just in front of Origi rather than the touch away from him. Do you get me? Yeah. I think yeah. he was waiting for Origi to make the touch to set himself, and he was going to pounce on him. But the touch around yeah. him, was it's great but, peripheral vision, but, I suppose. From yeah. What's, what, yeah. What strikes me about Origi, he is he's his awareness is so good. You, you know, you only see it when they're showing the replays how much he's looking around, and he knows that he he has a picture um, of exactly what's going on around him, where the defenders are, what the goalkeeper is doing, and he did it for the second goal as well. He's he's a quality striker and. One of the best backups you could possibly have. I know City have um, Jesus to come in when Aguero gets injured, but Jesus, like Arigi doesn't get the recognition that uh, Gabriel Jesus has. So, mm. yeah, unbelievable, yeah, brilliant. He's excellent, and I mean, I don't know, I don't know what more he has to do. The huge goals he's had, the late goals he's had, the important goals he had all last season. Um, 
he deserves to be around for a long time. Yeah, John O'Likens him to Didier Drogba. He said, Major Arms is a comedy act. Um, Barry Carr says it was like Pro Evolution Soccer's Adriano. Owen says the tour goal was beautiful. The cop table says one criticism is why you can see the injury time forced half that done uh, heads in. Klopp was fuming at half time. I'm not surprised he was, but, um, yeah. you, you know, like just, just sticking on a Rigi for a little bit. They are two quality finishes, but, and he's, he's put on the spot. He's put on the spot in both of them where it's like, there's the ball. It's yours now. What are you going to do with it? And it's brilliant. But just moving away from him a little bit. Sadio Mane for me is the best player in this league by a fucking country mile at this stage, Andy. It's, it's ridiculous what this fella is doing now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's first half performance is probably one of the, you know, the best 45 minutes that I've seen of a player in a Merseyside derby in, in history, as long as I've been watching the derbies anyway. It was unbelievably two assists and a goal. Um, he was, he was everything that was good about Liverpool going forward. His runs, his touches. I mean, he was taking touches with his heel and um, with the outside of his foot, mm. his chest. Um, just, he's just an incredible player at the moment and he's, he's on a, out of front three that everyone brags on about. He's on a, he's at the top of that curve, you know, in, in his form. And, uh, he's probably carrying the other two behind him at the moment. He's, uh, he's incredible. And yeah, it's, it's crazy that he doesn't get the kind of recognition again. Like, just like Origi, he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves from what are, from opposition fans. I don't know what it is. Razor's on fire tonight. He said the flag for D- Divock was wrong on so many levels, not least because his flute is twice that size. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'll outside that, but I've just did. So, um, but it's look, it's a joke. Like, you know, people shouldn't really take yeah. it too, too seriously. But like, look at, look, we, we've spoken with the first goal there. The second goal is Shakiri's goal. And you look at Manny. It's a, it's a brilliant switch by, by Trent. He takes it down as if he's playing in the Astro. You know, he's just taking the ball down, he's flicking in the air as he's taking it down, and then he just runs at the defender, drops the shoulder, brilliant ball. And it was a really cute finish from Shakiri. He doesn't try to lash it, he just, his whole idea is just catch this fella off balance and put it across him. But again, a brilliantly walk goal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the ball for Trent, we've seen it so many times. Um, do they call them hockey assists when you get the assist to assist? Yeah, is that yeah, what it's a hockey assist, yeah. yeah. And it's um, added to your XGA as well. Yeah, but how often do you see like Liverpool getting the ball out on the right hand side and then it opens up space on the left? Normally it's Robertson bombing down there, but this time he finds Manny, takes that uh, quality touch and again, the awareness of the team. They don't even need to look up where the players are and uh, he just, he just slips it in and, um, yeah, fucking, uh, I think Shakiri's kind of falling as he's finishing it, isn't he? Yeah, he's kind of, he's running across it. He does, he, he kind of stretches for it, but his whole idea, I think, is just get it back across, go catch him off. Oh, off yeah, guard, yeah. You know, yeah. It, if he hits it too well, it hits his feet, probably. It hits yeah. Pickford's feet, you know. But Pickford's yeah, Pickford. running into the away end for the fucking thing. Like, I don't know where yeah. he's gone, you know. It's unbelievable. He's, he's charging out, and it does, at that stage, like, that's the thing, like, you have the ball in the right back position, and then seconds later, there's a, or a panic. And that's how that, that's how good this team are. But but were you not surprised by? Because we expect Everton to come out and play a five four one, be deep, don't commit too many players forward. Now you spoke there about Trent hitting the ball fifty sixty yards across pitch, and it usually is Robertson getting onto it, yeah. and he's pushing with it, and you'd have Manny out left, you know, and and basically because their defence has stayed back, Robertson is the man getting it. But were you not surprised by a one switch of the ball and Manny as in oceans of space running at their, their defence for a team that were meant to be looking to protect themselves? 
Yeah, look, I think under normal circumstances, Vasilvis just floating through his job and he's mid table or whatever, and he's not on the brink of losing it. They probably are playing a deep five four one, but he has to try and go out there and make a statement tonight. And as I said, I think Klopp did a number on him. I think he recognised that Silva would have to go for it, mm. and um, yeah, that that was the result of it. Everything were very open for a team that you know typically would come to Anfield and be a bit more compact. And uh, yeah, no, Liverpool cap- capitalised like to you know to get on the ball and you know in where one pass there's a chance about to be created and it's Trent again, but it's no coincidence. Like this is every game now, Gav. I know it's absolutely mad. And then like if you look at if you look at the the Mane goal then to make a four one, like they, they're attacking with a corner or I think it's a corner freak, whatever it is. The ball drops, Mane wins it. And literally, he puts a pass to Trent, and he's running at the defence from seventy yeah. yards out from goal. He's staring yeah, at the defence. It was. I listen. I loved every second of it, but I could not believe how naive everything were, and they were, they they were criticised at the weekend for their game management late on against Leicester, which caused them the game management there tonight, playing against the best team in the league, the best team in Europe, the most frightening team on the counter attack you might come across. To, to go out and be set up like that for me was just criminal. And if that man has a job in 24 hours, it's, it's negligence. Like, Bill needs to listen to the men that are saying <laughs> stuff to him and he has to go. You know, it was madness to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we, I don't think when we go back to, um, their place, uh, Silva being charged, I just can't imagine it. The bottom, the bottom three. Yeah, no, they, they've been sent to the bottom three. Do you reckon the stadium be ready, ready boy? The return game? No, the, the stadium it, it can't be ready because of um, the, there was there was a lot of rain over the winter, so the, the oh. levels in the Mersey have gone up, and they haven't they haven't kind of budgeted for that. So they'll have to rent. For, no, they're going to have to rent out that pump. <laughs> the pump that to get the water out of the Mersey it's probably going to have to be rented for another two days. But it, it, they, they can't get it for them two days. It's been it's been like assigned to someone else. So, yeah. any chance of having that stadium I think they're just going to, I think they're just going to have to, you know, accept that it's going to be an under, underwater stadium. It's going to be a fucking sponge. Sponge, uh, the Sponge Bill Kenroy underwater arena. Yeah, SpongeBob arena. Sponge Bill. <laughs> sponge Bill arena. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's just, ah, listen, they're, they're off their rocker the air, like, you know, and, but look, it's, it's, it's 4 1 then, 4, it becomes 4 2. I thought, the first goal that they get, look, it's a ball in, Lovren attempts to clear it, it, it he gets caught, not caught under it, it hits him and he falls over, but I wouldn't put a massive amount of blame on Lovren, and I'm forced to bail in on Lovren when I can, but it's just one of those where it comes fast from, he tries to react, and it's a decent finish by um, Keane, but the second one I, I was really disappointed by, there was two or three passes straight through us, it's ball out wide, Trent doesn't even try to get out there to, to do something about it, it's a ball in, you could Point fingers at Lovren and you could probably point them at Van Dyke. And it's I actually, don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's, do, you know? It, do you know what? It's actually unfortunate because he goes to head it, hits his shoulder and absolutely flies in the net. But <sighs> Look, I think the team selection and the way we played in parts in the first half were just like a complete insult to everything. Mm. You know, rightly so in the end. They're so bad. But um, after going forward up, Liverpool got very cocky. They went forward. The back line didn't follow the play up. You know, because that that doesn't happen. If 
the back line kind of comes up to the halfway line. They kind of cut these balls out, like they, you know, they get involved, but everything we're able to get on the ball and then roam with their heads up. Yeah. And um, you know, once you kind of go, once you're in that situation, it's a fifty-fifty where it's going to result in a goal and a. And I don't know how you could blame the defenders really for the you know that part of it when they're when they're backpedaling and they're just trying to get behind the ball and um, and uh, do the best they can with the numbers they have back there. So yeah, that no, was a really work goal. Fucking comes off his shoulder, which was which was spawny enough, but yeah, it did, uh, it didn't matter in the end. No, it doesn't matter in the end. But like, if you want to. If you want to nitpick about it a little bit, I think you could point fingers at Trent, Lovren and possibly Van Dijk, that in my opinion. Razor said he's heard the Everton Stadium is now going on Fred the Weatherman's Oil of Man in Albert Dock. No, that that, that um, rumour is untrue, but that weather um, map that you had on Albert Dock, that's going to be used to, to ferry the seats for the stadium. They're going to just stack them, the seats up, wrap a bit of pallet wrap around it. And they'll probably do about 18 to 20 seats at a time. So that'll take a year and a half just to get the seats from land out of the stadium. So, but they are putting um, a local amenity to uh, good use there with the, with the, uh, with the map. So if anybody has any more updates on the Everton uh, stadium, how it's going to be built, when it's going to be ready, um, it's, it's, uh, you can absolutely throw them in. Keith Plunkett, who was on the club show on Monday says, random question, favorite genre of bread? Are you a plain slice, slice pan fan? Cosmopolitan baguette lover, a uh, sourdough acolyte. Uh, the choices are endless. Andy, what what's your what's your bread game like? Uh, yeah, I do like a bit of notions bread. Yeah, you are a bit notions, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I do like a bit of notions bread. Yeah. You know when you go into would you, uh, would you wander into like these places and go, oh look at the bread in here, and take a while to think about it? Like, uh, I'd be bought over by a kind of a crusty white bread thing that they have to cut the slices off. Yeah, it's just a. Crusty loaf, Addy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah. Um, can I have one of them crusty bread yokes over there? The loaf, if yeah. They, have, they have to get a big huge knife off and cut big, massive chunks yeah. of spices off the, yeah. the actual thing, and it's, and it's warm and all. The, uh, yeah. There's meant to be an unbelievable deli down in Crumlin. Yeah. Sun Drive. Right. Uh, do you know Matt the Rasher? Jer's deli, is it? Across from Matt the Rasher. Right. It's not called Jair's Deli. Oh, you're crumbling you said I was thinking Bally Framer, sorry. No. And people no. listen to this that don't live in Dublin are wondering what's going on now, but go on. Across from Matarasha. Matarasha is very famous for its fry, fry ups. Yeah. But yeah. across the road, down at Sun Drive, just right at Sun Drive Shopping Centre, there's a, a notional deli across the way there, so. Notions deli. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd recommend anyone yeah. to go in there and get a, a portion of their, uh, crusty bap sandwiches things yeah unbelievable yeah you've really thought this true andy like i'd love to see you ordering bread after this conversation oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, razor says brennan's batch i'm with him on that batch bread is just outstanding just uh, standard everything. brennan's are yeah brent sorry brennan's batch batch bread yeah 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 i will have i have batch in the house at the moment in the pantry there for the first time in a long time i yeah. have uh, skinheads and a raft today yeah so, yeah jesus christ um so, so the pantry you have batch in the pantry, but big, big pantry update by the way. Um, thanks. Do you for know that. what? Do you know one thing about batch bread and it doesn't happen on your bread? Yeah, go on. What is it about batch that doesn't go? It doesn't go stale. It goes fucking hairy blue. I've never let batch um, last that long to uh, go hairy blue. The one thing I would say about it is when you stick it in a toaster, 
most bread will come out, you know, toasted. And then you put a bit of butter on it and it's brand new. Batch it comes out and you can put whatever you want on it. Molten lava and this thing will stay hard. It's one of those. Dylan O'Rourke says... Um, it depends on uh, it depends on your setting on your toaster though. Yeah, I know, Andy. Like, you turn it up to make it more brown. You turn yeah. it down to make it less brown. So, what, like, if you, what are you saying about molten lava putting on it? If you put it, like, the way I like... No, toast, no, no, it's, not, it's nothing to do, it's nothing to do with how brown this, this batch is. No matter what you do, it comes out, and when you put butter yep. on it, it just stays rock hard. So, kind of, rock hard? Yeah. Do you mean it just, like, holds just butter and jam or literally whatever? You could, you, literally, you could stick this fucking thing in Bramley Dock and you could play football on it in the water. Yeah. You know I, I mean? used to make, I used to work on Brennan's actually, do you know that? And I did the, yeah. I did the batch, I did the batch, uh, thing. Oh, don't tell me something disgusting about the batch now that turns everyone off. James Kelly says, will you just give over? It's 11 o'clock and the, you have him starving. Razor says, pantry, <laughs> fuck off. Um, um Centurion no. says, Shack or Oxford Barmouth. We'll get to that in a minute because we're having bread discussions. Um, but come on. No, I worked there, yeah. Yeah. And was it good and night? I- did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, it was, it was that, well, it was, it was probably the hardest job I ever had. Was it? What were you doing though? Were you like storing the dough or doing something like that? Uh, the, the, the batch was two lads, right? Yeah. That, uh, the dough came out with a conveyor belt. You had to just kind of press it down with your hand, like, you know, uh, what do they call it? <laughs> uh, I don't know, knee, needle, needle or something. Needle in the dough? <laughs> yeah. And then you fucked it into, uh, <laughs> The in other. between, yeah, in between, like this kind of long plank of wood, and then you lifted up the plank of wood, put it back down, and put the next row in, and then off they went down into the machine. Right. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was good. Like used to work there with a few decent lads, but the the poxiest job on Brennan's was the tins. They used to call the tins. Yeah, I can't believe we've gone into this book of one. But uh, that was when the bread came down to the very end of its uh, life cycle of. Uh, Production uh, life cycle. And the, you'd have to take, the bread came out of the tins and you'd have to take the hot tins oh. off the conveyor belt and put it on these kind of racks to go back up to the top to yeah. put more dough in again. And they were roasting. I know you talk about bagels being the hottest thing. Bagels are the fucking hottest thing you've ever touched. Those tins were the hottest thing ever. They were like the sun. <laughs> they were like the sun. And come yeah. here, do you reckon there's many claims out of it? Um, you know where I used to bore myself, my wrists are yeah. up high like on the forearm, yeah. Yeah. Now it was only a, it was only a nipper walking there, like it was just a summer job. Yeah. But uh, fuck me, that that was hard. Right. That was hard graft. And you've a handy number compared to you've a handy number now compared to that, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually not as hot. <laughs> it's not as hot being a fireman as it was in Brennan's. <laughs> <laughs> um, James Kelly says, are you making bread or shelves? He was doing both. He was doing both. Adam Petruccio says, what's more common in Ireland? Pantries or root cellars? I don't know what a fucking root cellar is, but the pantries are only, um, and he's the only fellow I know that has a pantry. Um, Batch is the king of bread for the common man. Sourdough is the hipster choice. Brioche um, is just another level of madness. Andy Young, this is your life, says Traz. Now listen, come here. If we went to the Andy Young life, we'd be here for a long, long time. And we'd laugh through a lot of it. Northred says, Belfast Bap, cheese, ham, tomato, uh, cheese and onion, if you haven't tried it. Uh, What's you, a Belfast Bap? Is that like a uh, curry the way you, you get a blah? Yeah, or Waterford or something. Yeah, it's it's one of those. Yeah. Like, they just can't have the same bread as us, you know. They're probably not allowed to see up in Belfast, yeah. you know, for political think, reasons or yeah. something. You know, so it could be one of those where they just can't, you know, they can't call it can that. You, can I, yeah. 
It's Belfast is mad. Like there probably is Protestant and Catholic bread. Yeah, there, there absolutely is. Yeah, you yeah. know, you you couldn't be cutting your bread into the shape of a shamrock. You know, while you're having your breakfast. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. be doing that. The master baker says Maverick. No, we're far from it. But listen, go, <laughs> but going back to the game, we managed the game quite well. Second half, Andy. Um, I thought we were very good second half. Um, it, yeah, we just see out the game. We manage it right to the end, and it's great to see when Alan get a goal because, like, to be fair, like I think he's been acting the prick a little bit by scoring for Holland loads of times and not doing it for yeah. us. I think he owed us one to you. Yeah, it was a lovely finish actually. Uh, I don't know where the commentary I was watching. They said he toe poked. I didn't think he toe poked. I thought he was it was a very controlled finish. Uh, the second half now was was quality. Uh, I went on Twitter at half time and kind of just said that they just need to uh, control this game. I think it's it's just a flick. It was. Just a flick of a switch. No matter Klopp saying to him, right, no more bo- bollocks. We just go out here and uh, we, we play our own game and we don't allow them those chances they had the first half and we just see these out and we probably get another chance. Yeah. No. I think that's what happened. That one stage, the uh, possession flashed up 78% for the second half and, and the first half was hovering around the 58%. Yeah. So... That's what it was all about. It was yeah. all about just showing them that we're in a different league and uh, just just doing the business on on them. I think we we just got to be excited in the first half, and uh, yeah, the second half was just was just so so composed. And I mean, if we did that for the rest of the season, every half, like no, I've no absolutely no doubt we just walk our way to the title. Like that's that's how far this team is ahead at the moment. It's going to yeah. take something special uh, from an, from another team to challenge us. I probably think. Leicester are that team at the moment because they seem to be buzzing as well. Yeah, and they've won game a week. But like like you said, if we if, if we do go and do like what we've done tonight where we blitz a team, all right, there's a couple of mishaps, but we manage it really well from 45 to 90. We, we really, really do. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I think it'll take something spectacular from us um, to lose yeah. it or something spectacular for someone else to stop us winning it. You yeah. know, um, Maverick asks, what is this? Um, we don't really know what it is, but we're just, we're going with it, me and Andy. Um, um, Stephen Max says, Man, I owns this city of Liverpool. Fact. Centurion says, second half was the kind of half that we could have watched another game knowing Liverpool had it in the bag. Yeah, it was one of those where it was never going to happen. Uh, somebody says, Belfast Bap, I think I was with her. Um, <laughs> Maverick says, um, Belfast Bap, if that, is that one of the Ed Sheeran songs? Yeah, he, 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 it was a Galway girl, and then on the B side, it was Belfast Bap. Um, North Red says, oh, don't worry, no one will stop this uh, Irish man eating a Belfast Bap in the shape of a shamrock. Um, North Red's going to start trouble up in Belfast, but it looks of it. Okay. Um, Milk Cup banter by Kloppo, uh, with obviously Steve Mac referring to the team that came out um, and played tonight. If you have any random questions in the last four or five minutes, absolutely throw them at us, and me and Andy will try answering. answer them. four or five minutes left? Yeah, that's, do you want to keep going? I think we should go up to 12. 12 o'clock. <laughs> and now we're 25 minutes talking about bread. We love to talk about I'll tell that. You what, I keep going and you tell me when you want to stop. Right, get Trev in. I'll, I'll see if I can find Trev. Trev's not allowed on this podcast. Just it, gets him, it gets him into the, into trouble with his bosses. Gags will be gone to bed. No, we won't. He has people watching. Oh, no. Trev will get into trouble. To be all, to be noses our joint and everything. You can't be doing that. Um, what's that? Uh, what's that fucking other Twitter now? Other Twitter? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> They're all on that now. Oh, Discord. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know what that is. <laughs> I think. I think that's set up for games. 
<laughs> just games. You're just going to play games with each other. Yeah, no, no, I, so, I, uh, yeah I, I think there, I think I there had is. A look at, it's I like had a community. Look it's like a community yeah. kind of group, yeah. I, you know, I heard about it and yeah. I thought, okay, I'll, I'll put a, I'll set up a login for it. And they were looking for a gamer tag and I didn't have one, so I had to like, just go back to Twitter. Yeah. Oh, you just, you, yeah, you couldn't think of a gamer tag? No, I don't have a fucking gamer tag. Ah, you, you can't, you can't, you, you have to be able to set up on it without having a tag, like. No, you have to be a gamer tag. You have to, <laughs> you actually have to be a gamer tag yourself. I, I, I'm not too sure about that. Jono says the best thing is we get everything in the FA Cup at Anfield. The life of a bitter blue. Andy, they, they left the stadium fairly sharpish, didn't they? Oh, they fucking legged it down the tunnel. They were gone. I um, wouldn't mind they were probably going to let out. No, I'd say they were. I'd say they were. I wouldn't see a problem there. I'd say they were. <laughs> Keep Plunkett asked, what's your favourite, um, what's your favourite classic TV show, Strike It Lucky, Top, Middle or Bottom? Oh, what's your favourite row on the classic TV show, Strike a Lucky, Top, Middle or Bottom? Do you remember that top. show? Yeah, do, yeah. yeah. Is that Barrymore? Yeah, that was Barrymore, yeah. It was a good game, that. Mm. Yeah. James Kelly says this card is actually for people with pantries. <laughs> so you should be able to... i tell you what, we should look it up and see... Um, we, we can see if we can get Andy on there, because if anyone deserves to be on this card... Um, it's definitely Andy. Adabatucci Owen says, that's why I watch every day to make sure Trev doesn't come on. <coughs> we can try to get Trev on, but we've asked him. He's a very, very businessman. Very biz, biz, busy businessman. Um, Stephen <laughs> wants to go till 12 o'clock. Dylan O'Rourke says, Gavin and Stacey Christmas special. What's your opinion, Andy? Yeah, go for it. Well, do you like it? Have you watched it? Yeah, that was when, um, Thing was sound, card was sound. Oh, it was the only time he was sound. Absolutely yeah. shy bag after that. Yeah. What does Gavin do now? I don't know. Don't know. He 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 done a lot of theatre work, I think, and the odd film. But yeah. I think he, he might have gone Stacey back. Stacey was good, yeah. yeah. No, that was that was good. That was a good show. Yeah, there's a Christmas special. Anybody know what day it's on? Is it on Christmas Day? Um, like it should be. Um, Keith Plunkett says Hodgson is deaf or worse uh, to that question that you shouldn't have asked. <laughs> um, Razor <laughs> says what? Wasn't asked. Yeah, no, the question that you should not have asked. He, but he 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 reckons Hodgson is worse. Uh, Razor's watching match of the day. He says Sadio's passed the Divock for the fourth goal. Unbelievable. Um, apparently on match of the day, I think it's Danny Murphy and it might be Alan Shearer. I'm not too sure. Says that uh, Razor Van Dyke should have been sent off. Um, but that's just BBC and and stuff like that. I can't get into them. I really can't. Andy, what's your favourite colour? Oh no, I'm not asking that. I'm not asking that. Um, Stephen, stop, stop that. That's, that's not on. Genuinely not on. Abo the Tour says, midnight show all the way, Gav. Um, listen, I've had about fucking 11 points of Guinness today. I was at a funeral. Um, funerals are, well, what sort of funeral? Sorry. I won't go there. I'll ask. What sort of funeral was it? Was one where someone had died and we went down to bury them? Was it someone important to you? It was my wife's grandfather. So, that's who it was. Very sorry for that loss. But, um, you know, was it kind of a happy release or anything like that? Like, was he old and sick? He was 93 and, and, and yeah. sick and in a home, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, celebration of life. Yes, correct. Correct, yeah. 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 So They're the best funerals. Um, Dylan O'Rourke reckons that Gavin from Gavin and Stacey is a part-time swimming instructor. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Um, Favourite ball game to play at Christmas, Andy? Uh, Mousetrap. Mousetrap. I, yeah. I have, I would say that you are not a fan of Monopoly. No. No, I'd say it's too structured for you. 
too structured, too yeah, exactly. Way too organised, dragged out. Mm. No crack. No crack. No. Okay. Um Yeah, would be more of a guess who man myself. A guess who? Oh yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. My daughter has that actually and she uh, cheats, so I just kinda of go along with it. Uh, uh Razor says Irish funerals are great crack. Anybody listening to this ad with his download are gonna go, What in the name of fuck's gone on here? But just the way these shows go. Um Man I passed the big div was the greatest pass in the history of football says Stephen Mack. Stephen, that's a much better comment than the one you gave me less than two minutes ago. Um Stephen Hackett says twelve points, good night. Um yeah, a lot of Guinness today. It was lovely by the way, it was like drinking cream, it really was. And not after it done it like 12 points against Guinness is way too much. I, I'd say I had, no, 12 is, I'd say I probably had 8 or 9, I'd say. And a point, yeah. of course, in the middle. I think if you, if you have about 5 or 6 points against it's like you have a massive meal. It depends how quick you drink them. Alright, so you kind of spread them out. Um, yeah, yeah, and take your time with them and, and you're okay. Uh, who should we go for in the January transfer window, Andy? And is there any rumour in the um Nobody, nobody Jaden Sancho rumours? There's nobody. There's nobody that can uh that can get into this team at the moment. Like they're just too connected. Everybody should definitely come to Baltimore. We have a way of speaking to each other through food. It's really renewed for me my love of what I do. It's going to take something far stronger than a pandemic to defeat us. All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. See what we've got going on. Plan your visit at Baltimore.org. Anyone that goes in there be just disruption. So, no, I'm not in favor of signing anywhere in January. And would you stick with that if we were to get to January and probably had one or two more missing on top of Fabinho? Would you only do something if you thought this could be done in the summer, but we're yeah, but like, struggling now, we might, bring, we might bring it forward if we can. But when you're bringing in cover, you know, you know, you're talking about a temporary kind of solution. Like, why would you... I heard shouts of um, when there was talk of Fabinho being out till the end of January, or well, what was the initial to eight weeks or something like that. So the end of January, start of February, that they're talking about bringing in a like-for-like midfielder. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah. You know, we've loads of midfielders. We've loads of players there, like, and especially Katie, who's, who's sitting there waiting on his chances. Mm. So, no, I don't, uh, I'm not for bringing in players just for the sake of covering injuries, start every. Yeah. You lose a player for a year. Yeah. You have to think about going into the transfer market and looking at, looking at how that's going to pan out. But, um, you know, you're kind of buying yourself a problem because if the player comes in and does well and then, the player returns from injury, like, what do you do then? You know, there's a great connection in that yeah, team now. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, they're all, they, they all have their role to play. They're all, you know, there's a really good understanding of the team. There's nobody whinging about not getting minutes. There's players working hard, competing for, for a place in the team. You're bringing an extra body there now. I don't know. So, uh, you, so basically, if, if, if we get, if we, if we, as the squad stands now, if we're just missing Fabinho, up until say the end of January, you're sticking with it because it looks like that. From what Klopp done in the summer, it looks like he just wanted to keep a really close knit um, squad together and take his take his chances on injuries and suspension. Yeah, you you feel does. that's what he's going to yeah. do, yeah? As he, yeah, as he does every January, really. Um, it, like if something was to happen, for example, if Sancho came available, right? And uh, no, that's the talk. 
they gave him, they gave Liverpool an opportunity to buy him in January. And it was a thing that maybe Lalana was definitely going in the summer or something like that. Well, then you, then you have to just snap him up. Like, I mean, that's, but in terms of buying in January to solve a problem this season, I don't, I don't really see it that way. But if the opportunity to sign a player comes in January and I might, you might lose that opportunity come the summer because somebody else snaps the player up, then absolutely you go for it. But uh, I don't think we're in uh, need to to make a signing right now. I think I just think things are too perfect at the moment, and you don't you don't want to disrupt that. Like, yeah, no, that's fair enough, and it is a decent argument against. You know, my argument sometimes is if you can get something in January that you think, you know, what it might just give us that extra kick. You know, a little bit of freshness in the squad, but where you're coming from makes absolute sense as well. Stick with what you have and they know each other inside out and you know what way they can rely on each other through what will, there will be a tough little spot. You know, it's, it's, um, it, you very rarely go through a season without a little dip somewhere, but these lads look like they can absolutely lean on each other in, in all sorts of circumstance. Um, Northred says number of points clear before we start printing t-shirts. For him, it's 15. Andy. Would you start printing T-shirts if we're X amount of points clear? And what would be on the T-shirt? Uh, well, you're for me, you're you've been put in charge of the number of wins. Mm, Sixteen. Sixteen. How many? Where? What? What, what stage of the season? Sixteen more wins. Um, it will be with eight games left. With seven games left. Thirty-one games in. March. Um. Uh, March, April, yeah, probably the uh, end of March. Right. Yeah. So basically, we could have some sort of Easter slogan. Right. Right. Something, so something like, if we were fifteen points clear, would you would you put down? You know, I'm so excited, but excited because it's yeah. around Easter. Yeah. And then yeah, just yeah, a, like a big picture of Bill Kenroy. Yeah. We are experts in. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. You could do something yeah. along that lines. Right. Where my jokes. <laughs> uh, come here. For how many points though, would you, would you, if we went 12 clear, would you be like, that's it, we're done, get the t-shirt ready? Yeah, it'll be a- ecstatic. Ecstatic, right. You're on a roll now, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you're saying, how many points? 12? 15? Yeah, we can scramble uh, 12 or 15. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Poach a few points here and there. Yeah, yeah, we just need to uh, boil, boil our way through there now. <laughs> boil our way, yeah, okay, okay. Um, Maverick says, I can't see them going for anyone this window, but hope to be surprised with a squad player, please. Um, Avo says, Klopp proved tonight that we can play a different way with a different lineup. I think this won't be the last time we've seen, we've seen of this team tonight. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, Keith says, Sanderberg and Timo Werner in January. Uh, drip feed them games for the run-in. That's what he's going to go with. Um, lads, we get to January unscathed and it's over. Uh, Tiger Tracy would then feel that we've cracked it. Um, <laughs> Stephen, Stephen Max's gab, I told you already, we are champions by Christmas Day. Selection boxes all over the gaff. Yeah, Tiger Tracy does say my joke then because we've, we've just decided that eggs is the way to go now. Yeah, but you um, said we've cracked it. You didn't get that one. I did get it. Oh, right. Okay, just you didn't. I oh, know I did. I did, yeah. but it was just. I think Our, it's, I think it's yeah. getting a bit much now. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we are shallowed for ourselves. <laughs> shallowed for ourselves. What's your favorite? What's your favorite chocolate, Andy? 
We had this before, I think. Are you a Cabri's man, Cab- isn't it? Yeah, Cabri's. I think if somebody buys an Easter egg that's not Cabri's, it's a fucking insult. Do you? you what yeah. about the Galaxy one? Well, yeah. That's fair enough. Right, so it's not an insult then? Galaxy's nearly all, Galaxy's nearly all right. Right, and what about... Um, what about like Nestle? Lint, the Lint, 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 Lint is quality. Lint is absolute yeah. quality. What did he do with Lint chocolate? Do you mind me asking? Would you know? What do you the mean? What did so he do with it? The way that's so smooth in the middle. Having a clue, did they were Andy? You know when you are eating uh, Lint chocolate and you think, "Fucking hell, is that caramel in the middle of this or something?" And then you kind of take it out of your mouth and have a look. No. <laughs> no. Do you, well, then, have you had Lint chocolate recently or ever? Um, I've I've eaten Lint chocolate, yeah, but I've never put it in my mouth, wondered if there's caramel in it, taken it back out of my mouth and looked at it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to check next time to see what's, what is actually going on in between. Like, it's Would like, you not just uh, look at the packet? It's like this. No. It's like there's a little bit of magic uh, infused are sandwiched in the middle of the actual chocolate. Right. But the chocolate's all right. But Does this apply to those middle? boxes of lint you can get, you know, like the, the, the balls, and there's like milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate. Does, it, does this apply to them as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's inside. Yeah, in the middle of them, they have the uh, silky soft shit. Yeah, I like the balls. I know where they're coming from, but just a standard bar of chocolate, I'm kind of going. Standard bar of chocolate, they have it running through... Um, it, you know, even that kind of flat chocolate in squares, they have it inside of that as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they'd get it inside an egg. Yeah, that would be fairly genius. Like, yeah. especially if it wasn't just on the inside of the egg, but it was actually sandwiched in between. Are you surprised, yeah. though, that they don't make eggs? Like, say for Eggman's sake, you like Cadbury's, right? So, yeah. say for Eggman's sake, the whole nut bar by Cabrix, just for argument's sake, right? Yeah. Are you not surprised that you don't do eggs like they are now, but the inside of them is actually what the bar is? So, like, just a massive fucking round, egg-shaped lump of chocolate with loads of hazelnuts in the middle. Would you... Do you mean, like, solid or actually yeah, solid, just... solid. No, not just a load of fucking, you know, hazelnuts <laughs> rattling around in an egg. No, that's <laughs> stupid, Andy. <laughs> you mean, no, do you mean the shell of the egg is actually just full of hazelnuts? I mean, I mean, I mean when you get the egg, it weighs, yeah, it weighs like a bag of sugar. And it's just like, look, yeah, for I'm so. say, say like a crunchy. So the egg is the chocolate egg, but when you, when you go to break open the egg, the inside is the inside never of a crunchy. They're never going to do that. Why, Andy? Because it'd be too heavy. For what? I think it'd be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, anything would be dangerous. And I could, I could fucking a brick is dangerous, but you don't stop producing no. them. Right. So say, okay, right. Hypothetically, it's around Easter time, and yeah. uh, you're heading into a football ground. You have a rucksack, and you have <laughs> an Easter egg inside for the kids. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. And if your well, you wouldn't be allowed to that anyway. What's that? What's that? An Easter egg? And yeah. you go, yeah, just an Easter egg. Yeah. Right, game ball, no problem. Head in there, right? Yeah. And then a player's taking a corner and someone takes... Lamps and Easter egg at him. A whole no Easter egg. Yeah. Solid out of the bag, right? And yeah. bounces it off some fucking player's head taking a corner. Yeah. 
does you not, does, does not, you're not thinking, you're not thinking. No, but hold on, Andy. Like the last thing I'm thinking about when I'm making and producing an Easter egg in the Cadbury's factory is, <laughs> is this going to lead to football ultras lamping stuff at players? Like it's but not going to happen. That's the difference between me and you. Well, it obviously is the difference because like you're clearly deluded. No, you can't. No, no, hold on. You can't. No. You can't. In, 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 in no most idea. football grounds now, no you can't Gav, access. You, you can't access the area where you can see the pitch with a bottle with a top on it. You can't. How the, no, you can't. And how you the can't. Fuck, you can't because in a lot fellas, of grounds. How do, you, how do you reckon they're going to get through with an Easter egg? Okay, right. So what'll happen is, yeah. this, is this is how it works, right? Yeah. Sorry, just what for anybody happens. watching, for anybody watching or, or listening or whatever else, the football is finished now. If you're working for football talk, it's absolutely gone, by the way. So Liverpool have beaten Everton by five goals to two. Right <laughs> points clear in the, in the Premier League. And me and Andy are on to way more important stuff, like should right. completely solid Easter eggs be sold? Um, right. Yeah, basically that's it. I'm so gonna explain go. to you. I'm gonna explain to you, right? Mm. Uh, the fellas doing the checks on the way in and the touring styles, right? Mm. Tur- tourists are allowed to bring bags in. They just get them checked, okay? They're gonna see an Easter egg and they're not gonna suspect anything. Yeah. Right, so, okay, the first player that gets a solid home Easter egg smashes fucking across the skull taking a corner. That's gonna, it's gonna stop after that. But someone would get it. Someone would get badly injured, yeah. right? And when when com- big companies like Cabris are looking at new products, they do a risk analysis. I did. So what you're saying is, if 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 I'm right, much I'm thinking, if Cabris were to do this, you reckon by doing this they are endangering lives and Cabris, football careers. Yeah. So don't think for a second that somebody on the fucking uh, production floor hasn't, hasn't thought of this. Yeah. Yeah. So they went. You know, you know the way, like, they give the, the guys on the floor, like, little suggestion, fucking leaflets, and they fill out, they fill out the floor. They think, they think, oh yeah, you know, this is great. This will get me a promotion now. Like, I'm the first one that's ever thought of a solid fucking, uh, nutty egg, right? Mm. Goes upstairs. The important people upstairs go, that's not going to work. And they go, why? Because you've done a risk analysis on that. Someone's going to get, Clobbered with a fucking solid Easter egg across the head. They're going to get a fractured skull, and we're going to be liable, and we're going to have to pay out you millions. You can't be liable for selling a fucking egg to someone, Andy. That's that's like okay. that's like. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. That's like right. Say for Eamon's sake. You've not understand that, that. Look, this, no, this, shit, goes, this shit goes to court. That's never happened before. Someone's, someone's taking the fall. Yeah, I know. But say for Eamon's sake, you're sitting in your sitting room, right? Or anyone sitting in their sitting room, and a brick comes through the window. Right. Yeah, and it hits you on the leg, and you have a big yeah. gash in your leg, and you have to get your leg amputated because yeah. something happens, right? You can't realistically take okay. that brick, exactly. go down to the builders' providers, and go, "I want to know who made this brick because I'm going to sue them." That's different because no, the brick not. is the brick is untraceable, Gav. No, well, you see, they shouldn't be. They should be stamped. You should know where. <laughs> you should know what no. region of the world your brick is coming from. Because I can tell you now, okay. if they sold use bricks, a chocolate, use a chocolate egg as example. Yeah, but use you take face, you take Facebook, Andy, right? Right. People go into fa- people on Facebook, right? Go into the likes of Tesco, and they go down to the aisle with the lettuce in it, and they look at the lettuce and they go, "Look at this. This is fucking disgusting by Tesco. This lettuce was made in Israel. I'm never shopping here again." So okay. they can find out anything. They're I, going off I, topic I, now. No, I'm not going off topic. What I'm saying is, you're saying a brick is untraceable. It shouldn't be untraceable, Andy. You should know where your produce comes from. It shouldn't right. have board B printed on the side of it. If it's already, <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Well, happening is right. So take the uh, brick coming through the window example. Yeah. Except it's chocolate egg. 
Yeah. And it's got nothing and it's solid as fuck, right? And it comes yeah. through your window and it smashes you straight in the skull, right? And you run out the gaff, someone runs out of the house and goes, what the fuck is going on? And they catch the fella yeah. who's ever thrown a chocolate egg through the window, right? Yeah. So, you're gonna, you're gonna take some sort of action, right? Someone split open. You're bringing someone to court. You're not gonna bring the young fella to court or the young fella's parents to court who's through the uh, chocolate egg through the window. You're gonna go for the, you're gonna go for the hire. Yeah. Uh, the hire body in this. Yeah. Who has the largest payout. Yeah. That's Cabris. Right. That's why Cabris have people at the top in their fucking fifth floor mm. who look at these suggestion slips and say, no. A solid chocolate egg isn't going to work. It's going to leave our airs out the window, and we're going to get they're going to get lit. There's going to be litigation down the line. So look, it's a lot safer if we just keep our eggs hollow. Nobody gets injured. People still buy shit loads of it, and uh, and we're laughing. So what? About, I'll put a suggestion to you. Right? It's like uh, it's like the cream egg. It's like the way that there's never been a cream egg Easter egg full of cream. Mm. Yeah. Fuck, Could it not be? The, look, are we thinking too much into this, Andy? That. No, we're not. This is why. This is how the world works. Is it just the cost, Andy? Would it be that. down to cost? Would it be down to to no, net, because net, net net look, There's going to be a demand. No, it's not. People will buy anything if if. Uh, what about if, if Nike start producing Easter eggs for Liverpool and they're solid, and they're promising Liverpool that they can sell twenty million of them at a tenner a go, and Liverpool will get fifty million out of that? Would you Would you be all right with that? I'd be alright with, I'd be okay with it. I'm just telling you why. Hmm. What happens like if so, someone shoots somebody? Do you sue the gun maker? If somebody shoots somebody? Yeah. If I shot you in the leg, right, I don't have any money, so there's no point in suing me. You go for the higher body. Would you not go for the producer of the gun? Well, you're probably going to go for the seller of the gun if, if that gun was illegally sold. Now, you're, this is stupid now, Gav, because you can't buy guns in, in a, outside of America. <laughs> yeah, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to America to buy a gun. Get, <laughs> you have to go to America, you have to go to America, you know, you know them ear piercing things the they have. You know making about the cream egg. Yeah, but hold on, do you remember, do you know those things you, where people go down to get their ear piercing, the little gun? Yeah. You have to buy them in America. An air pierce gun? Yeah, yeah, sure it's a gun. You have to buy it in America. Oh. And Tiger Tracy says, imagine that gaff with guaranteed Irish stamps all over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. I've got to get someone to do that up. <laughs> but anyway, going back to the cabbage cream egg, I can't believe we're doing this. It's 25 so, to 12 at night. So, well, I asked the fellow in cabbage. <laughs> Did you? It's funny yeah. now that we're talking about this for 15 minutes and all of a sudden you remember a conversation with a fellow in cabbage. <laughs> Go on. Right. I asked the fellow in Cabri's and he said that if they were to produce a big Cabri's egg full of the Cabri's egg cream. Yeah, cream egg, yeah. And some kid at it. Yeah. That would be him consuming, I think it's something like 3,000 times the amount of the recommended daily allowance. Daily allowance of sugar. Yeah. And <laughs> everybody knows that kid will just do that. Yeah. That will result in guaranteed diabetes. <laughs> Yeah, and Cabbies will be liable for that diabetes. Do I know that that will be that they will be liable? And right, so that's why Cabbies don't do it, and that's a fact. Yeah, I know, but but say for Eggman's sake, say for Eggman's sake, oh, sorry, didn't know Rooks said straight to the states for a spud gun. <laughs> <laughs> Going over to New York out to the outlets to buy yourself a spud gun. <laughs> that's absolutely brilliant. Um, let me see. Technically, if you're Irish American, you could buy a gun. Says Stephen Hackett. Um, 
<laughs> Bernie Carr says, Alexa, what is the Fatback for Daily? This show is like, <laughs> I think this is the end of it. Good night and God bless. Like, I don't think we'll be back. But um, what was I going to say to you? Say for Eggman's sake in the egg, right? There's um, a hollow egg. If you melt, no, hold on. If you melted that down, right? If you melted that hollow egg down, what would you be saying? Fifty, fifty mils of uh, chocolate. Fifty mils. Yeah, or grams, whatever. It's going to be mils, isn't it? Because liquid. Liquid. It'd be the equivalent of like a big bar of chocolate. Right. So we call it off one hundred and fifty grams for argument's sake, right? So, okay. how many of those eggs do you think it would take to make a full solid egg? Would we say six or seven? To fill the egg with chocolate. Yes, six or Well, what's eight. the, um, what's the, the cubic capacity? I don't know. Well, like, if, if there is a, there is a formula. So yeah, well, it'd be six, if it was six so inches tall egg, and four, I don't feel a little bit off, 24, but, but about, about 80 square, uh, 80 centimeters cubed, I'd say. 80, yeah. Multiply, um, 3.14 pi. Yeah, so, so just say it was 10 eggs. Just say it was 10 eggs for argument's sake. Right? Yeah. So you're saying the fella in Cabbage, which I think he's a spoofer, by the way, and I don't even think he exists, Andy. I think you're bringing this in. Because you could have ended oh. this argument very quickly if you just told me you knew a fella in Cabbage and you chose not to. But what I'm saying to you is, say for argument's sake, right, um, mm. the, the woman, instead of buying our, our son a, a solid egg, because the option isn't there, she goes out and buys him 10 eggs, right, and yeah. he eats all them. He's eating the same equivalent. So, do, do Cabri's then, are they liable if that young for does? It's totally different because he shows the open 10 eggs. Yeah. Like, Cabri's have warned them against that. But if you put it all into the one box. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, don't, I don't think I'm getting this, Gav. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Avo says, I was talking to a fella who parachuted into the boxing ring years ago. I asked him the 50 story building jump question. He said three meters with a fan on his back and four meters without. He do more without the fan on his back. Should the fan get you anywhere you wanted to go? Oh, um, definitely. Dylan reckons the pantry is full of four pound uh, two foot cream eggs. <laughs> the cubic capacity Ray is asking. Yeah, like I think if it's say if it's, if it's six inches by uh, three inches, that's eighteen, and then you multiply that by again. Yeah, by three point one four. Yeah, and the, yeah, the square root or something. And you'll come up with your, with the, the cubic yeah, capacity. It's, a lot of it's like, it's like when you're ordering a skip. They tell you how many cubic f- feet it holds and all. What, the, the, where was the last time you ordered a skip? I, I tell you, uh, the last time I ordered a skip, I didn't order, I was actually, um, helping my mother and father-in-law move house about yeah. six weeks ago and they ordered a skip. Well, why, why, why yeah. are you asking? No, the whole, uh, level sides thing. Yeah, some of them can be really strict on that and some of them can't. Have you ever ordered a skip and went completely over the top and just went, ah, ah we get away with it? The skip in the 80s was fucking, so, like, they, you, you build it up to, like, by the air gap. Yeah. And just tell you, man, just throw the net over that and, and fuck off. Yeah. Oh, no, your man will come across and he go, Jesus, what are you the fucking doing here? Look, we can't get that in the ruddy. Yeah. And then you throw him 20 all pounds. Yeah. And you go, we can get it out of the ruddy now and off you go. Yeah, he just... And he'd, he'd be scraping off the uh, the power lines going down the road. Yeah. yeah. And he somehow managed to get it into the fucking uh, yard and like that'd be it. But now, nowadays you, you get a skip and you, it goes a millimetre over the side edge. 
And uh, your man's like, what are you doing? No. <laughs> they don't all sound like that. <laughs> but the one thing I will say to anyone that's, that, that orders a skip, here's a bit of advice here. Always get the longest pieces of wood you have. Build around the edge. The thing with the skips is they don't want to go up over the level where it can shift off. If you can get it nicely built and it's safe inside the boundaries of whatever you've built it up with, they will happily take that skip. That's that's where I'm going with that. And I've spoken to a fella that owns a skip company before you fucking start. Uh, yeah. You know? No, I think it's a money maker. I think, like, they'll tell you to dismantle the fucking thing. <laughs> Dude, will, I tell take... you, will I tell you the best skip i ever seen, Andy? Go on. Right, so, so people might know we built a studio, right, that we use every week. And um, there was a lot of work involved in it, but we we ordered a skip, and uh, it was one Saturday. I don't know you might have been there, Andy, but we I was finished. There was there for all the skips. We finished with the skip, and I always remember. I said the lads, right, I'm out of here and going, and I walked out, and I swear to God, the skip was about about eight feet over the top of it, right? <laughs> but somebody instead of like you know breaking down the lengths of wood, there was two lengths of wood, and they were like literally the full width of the studio, so they were probably about. 18 foot wide they were just you know massive lengths of wood and somebody mm. just sat them on the top of the skip so when your man arrived the skip was in the garden and the one bit of wood was actually blocking the traffic coming down the road <laughs> and your man was like I can't take that and Steve went and took he took a fucking swivel chair off the top of the skip and said is that alright now? <laughs> that's, that's the worst skip I've ever seen um, so yeah so there we go, skips. What do you make of skips, the crisps? Like, are you into them? Skip crisps, yeah. Do yeah. you know what's mad about them? Yeah. Generally, they're prawn cocktail flavour. Yeah. They're actually not. Go on. No, it says prawn cocktail, but it's like just tomato um, flavouring in it. You're joking. There's no prawns whatsoever in them. Right. Okay. It's tomato flavour. And what happened was, they were designing a kind of crisps for tomato flavour and then someone goes they fucking uh, taste like prawns yeah and they goes right well sure we just say it's prawns and that that's what happened so it's not it's not prawn cocktail flavour at all no it's like tomatoey powder shit and uh, it somehow like just by pure coincidence it tastes like prawn and how do you know this uh, I don't know I read it somewhere was it on discord no, because I can't get on because I don't have a gamer tag. We'll get you onto this car. We have people that we can best I don't want to go on now. You, you, <laughs> I can only imagine to carry on on this car tonight. Oh, yeah, no, I'd say it's off, off the wall. Yeah, well, if Lalana starts this car What do you think of Lalana tonight? Tardy was poor. Talk, no. <laughs> yeah, Tardy was poor. Um, but Tardy having said that... Day. I tried to take too much out of the ball a couple yeah. of times. But uh, there's, something about, um, there's something about his movement that I think if he... If he kind of got a run of games... Which I don't think he's going to ever really get. Like, you know, he'd probably be very useful on that team because he can get in now tight spaces. You know, a lot of the time, teams kind of spend a couple of seconds pressing us, and yeah, it only takes um, it only takes a touch or two and and, and our, our front three are away. Like, so uh, the players like Ronaldo are, are very very tricky in those situations, and the land has this little. Um, Torn in his, in his uh, game, that I don't mind the torn, Andy. It's the torn touch, yeah. touch, 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 yeah, touch. Yeah, but that's just what I'm saying. You know, t- do the torn and release the ball. Could we just tell him that it's like it's two touch? 
and then yeah. you, you could only if, if you told Lad Milana you are only allowed two maximum three touches on mm. the ball, you're absolutely fine. He walks his bollocks off like he absolutely does. Yeah. But it's just I, I just I thought he was poor. I think he tr- he tried to, to do too much with the ball at times. Um, Dylan O'Rourke wants to yeah. skip collectors' impression once again. Um, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Connor Phillips says his heart. Amazon Prime went to absolute bollocks tonight, and he had to watch did the four sixty minutes on Twitter. Apparently, it did. Yeah. Um, no way. Let me see. Uh, people are asking what, what are better than skips. Stephen Hacker reckons Monster Munch untouchable. Listen, Andy, we have to go. I think um, I don't really like Monster Munch. There, oh, I'm sorry. No, I do. You know what? No, you know what? I don't like that. A lot of people like as meanies. Oh, I like meanies. Davo yeah. Davo loves meanies. Davo spends most um, games behind the sofa with big multi pack of meanies when Liverpool are playing because his pots go before Monster Munch. Monster Munch, Mark Warmer, amazing. Yeah, that's be- before the English came in and said um, we own the name Monster Munch, and we had to change the Mighty Munch. Do you remember that? Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of the, that sort of stuff happened around here, around these parts. Hmm. And we're not <laughs> happy about it. No, and we don't like it. Um, but uh, yeah, right, okay. We were, we were good at a lot of things, and they got fucking they got fucked up. Yeah, but I think it's called globalization. Globalization. I don't yeah, know what it is. It's not necessarily just a, it's not necessarily just the Brits, but our companies that were very good at doing things around these parts expanded. Then they got taken over by uh, big companies that were um, a threat that they the little Irish companies were a threat to their industry, and they took over, and then they fucked up the products that we we fell in love with. And unfortunately, that's the way it goes. Do you think we should knock this football podcast on the head? I mean, you just talk every night about anything we feel like talking about. Why not? Yeah, I think I think we I might be honest. I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. I'm we can talk, we literally talk about anything, and people could suggest topics, mm. and we could talk about. Or we could have guests on if, if they had a particular. You know, let's stay clear. It's not Trev because Trev yeah. won't do it. You go on to Twitter now. Look, we now has a very very wordy. Um, place at the moment and politics and what's going on in England and all mm. but like we could just have some light conversation about random random stuff you know we could come up with some really good solutions I think that could lead to bigger things yeah absolutely we could um, yeah. listen uh, I think there. we better go we better it's go it's like 12 o'clock though I know but Andy it's quarter to 12 for fuck's sake you're only going because you've had 12 points of Guinness. Well, I'll tell you what. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we go? I'll give you the opportunity uh-huh. to talk about anything you want before we go. Mm. You see? You have 14 minutes to fill here, Andy. Painting. Painting? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What? Are you painting at the minute? No, I had to get a painter because I'm not the best at painting. Are you not? Um, no. In what way? Like, are you just sloppy or... Right, so here's big an idea. Your hands? Okay. Your big here's jazz hands? Here's an idea. Right, go on, I'm listening. I'm all what ears. If you could just employ, what if you could just employ a painter for the cutting in? Yeah. Would that be a good idea? Yeah. The cutter in her. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're really good at painting, you could just like be the, the cutting in guy. Yeah. I think, I, think you'd, I think like you'd find people would pay as much for a fella that would do the cutting in as they would for a fella that would paint the whole place. Yeah. The amount of times I've heard people saying, ah, oh, paint is very therapeutic. Like, there's no way cutting in is therapeutic. I love it. Cutting in? Yeah, I don't mind it. The only, the only, the only... Well, if, okay. The only condition I have we is that I'm left alone. You could probably make an arrangement. Okay, right. If people like you exist, yeah. what if the role of people 
could do the role in, in the cut Reinhardt's gaffes and the cut Reinhardt's could do the Corners in the rollers, guys. Yeah. 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 Well, that's but that usually why when painters come along, Andy, there is one fella that paints and one fella that cuts in. No, there's not. You just get a painter and he does it all. Yeah, but some have a couple of lads and they, they get in, would get they? it done quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, the cutter in's probably the apprentice. Oh, I wouldn't let an apprentice near me house to cut in now. I'd let him go mad with a roller. But I wouldn't be letting... sure not. You're not to know. He's well, just, I live like, there. just told, get up there, skip, and fucking do the cutting in. I'm doing the rolling today, me and me. Like, I'm at this game for 30 years. Yeah, but I would now because I have to live in the house afterwards and, like, I'm not being funny. Are you the type, are you the type of wanker who stands there watching the no, trades? No, no, I wouldn't watch. I very rarely have trades in my house. But right. I wouldn't stand there and watch now. I let them go about their business. But, like, I'm not being funny with you. If some 15 year old Mongo comes in and starts painting the walls yeah. and hits the ceilings all over the place and all, like, I have to live in the house, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but you get a slap off the the fully qualified fella if he did that. Well, you'd hope so. You'd hope they have some sort yeah. of quality standards. Yeah, you get an awful pain in your arm as well, you know, the cutting end up at the ceiling. Yeah. They should have something, you know, like, uh, you know, like the ceiling if you're standing on a little fucking, you like to be up close to the ceiling when you're cutting in, don't you? Yeah. They should have, but it's a pain to hold getting up and down off the little, the little stool. They should definitely have something like on wheels with a little remote that you can just move yourself along as you go. You know, like a... a drag, I drag the paintbrush. Yeah, and you, yeah, just, <laughs> just, just put the paintbrush in position and press forward. Yeah. Just, just, you just, your missus says, what's the story? And you say, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> two laps in the sitting room. And that's it. I think, I think in this day and age, there's a kind of a, like a technological solution to fucking nearly everything. Mm. You know what I mean? And we just, we're still at the point where a little bit of paint in. can get in a light switch or can get in a bit of skirt or coven or in a corner. Oh my God. Like it, you know, it's mad. Like, you know, like most people now probably paint the end wall in a different color mm. and you look down the corner and there's like little kind of, it's not straight. Yeah. Like that just shouldn't be happening. No, it's 2019, Gav. I have a question for you before we go. Do All you right. know, do you know cinemas? Yeah. Do you know the way they tell you there's a film on at 10? Yeah. And you go up there and you walk in it and it's 20 past 10 and there's some, some Egypt is telling you about, yeah, I don't What's know what that? happened there. I think I had a stroke there, <laughs> but I'm back now. Um, I think they're called uh, TOAs. What are they? Temporary ischemic attacks. Is that what it is? Transient ischemic attacks. Right, okay, well, like, listen, uh, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. I've done an impression of a snake there for a minute, but, um, you know, when you walk in at 10 o'clock, so it's on at 10, you walk in at 10, you're all ready to rock, and at 20 past 10, you're still watching trailers. That, that's, yeah. that's not on, Andy. Well, like, everybody knows that. That's you, that's you, you're getting into that. Yeah, I know, you, but, could you not just say 20 past 10 it. sharp on the button? You know, and if you want to go in at 10 and watch the trailers, fair enough. If you don't, you, you know. know what's gonna, you know what happened there. There'll be people walking around the, the, uh, the picture house and they'll be blocking their heads be getting in the way. Yeah, off the fella trying to record it so he can stick it online, like. Did you ever watch a film in America? In, yeah. In, uh, yeah, Oceans. and it was stamped and clapping. <coughs> oh, I went to watch Oceans, um, Oceans 11 or 12. I might be in Oceans 11. It was 2007. I was on my honeymoon. We're in New York and we're going down the street one day and I went, we go to pictures later for the crack, thinking me missus is going no believing way. Says, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? We went up. 
and it was the one of the most mental experiences I've ever had. Like your man was in a um, Bernie Mac is in Ocean's Eleven, yeah. isn't he? He's yeah. dead now. But um, like there was loads of black people in in the in the cinema, and literally every time Bernie Mac said that funny or a bit controversial, they were up off their seats, going absolutely mental in the place. It was wow. mad. It was mad. Now I mean, like you know, the, the, crazy. You know, it was it was it was an experience. I have to say. What would happen? If, what do you think would happen if you did that, like in a uh, Liffey Valley or? Um, no one would say that to you. Kilock. No one would say that to you. Did you? So just, I think yeah, you get a box. No, you just get a lot of people going. Oh fuck's sake! You know what I mean? Or just people don't. You see people get having full on scraps in the street, and people just walk by it and go, "Jesus, look at that!" You know what I mean? Irish people don't. When I can't show, show their emotion a hell of a lot. Mm. You know what I mean? So some of the show I hear. Leave it out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's not the way it goes. Andy, I'm going. I'm over here. Seven minutes left. No, we're not. We're, we're not. We're right. gone. We're gone. Andy, thanks for joining me. I said there's no one watching or listening anymore. No, there's no one watching. It's just two of us talking. I'm gonna have to. I'll probably cut the last. Uh, we're, we're going about an hour and ten. I'll probably cut the last right. hour out of this. Right. <laughs> if you ten minute podcast when we're finished. Um, I'm and a tiny bit in the middle, especially the bit where you asked the question you shouldn't have asked. Uh, you didn't ask. You didn't ask. It wasn't even him. It was this lookalike. Right. Yeah. We're out of here. Andy, thanks a million for joining us. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, Good. That was the Fatback 4 Daily for this Wednesday night. Liverpool have beaten Everton by five goals to two. But sure, fuck it. The more important things in life, like solid Easter eggs. Over and out. Now serving B24 at DMV window number 7. Okay, Jim, we're next in line. Perfect, Jim. Things are going very smoothly. You remembered the cell phone bill? Yes, and the birth certificate. Nice. We'll have a real ID in no time. That's right. Ready to fly to Carla's graduation and then the big game. Real great work, Jim. You too, Jim. Excuse me, are you talking to yourself? Now serving B25 at window number 10. That's our cue, Jim. Excuse us. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash realid. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Sports Social Podcast Network. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.